0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Some of the things that he was explaining was just so simple, but it was truth that just hit right home. He's changed my life. He's changed my walk. I have a hunger for God now that I've never had before, and this is just the beginning.
1: And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. TODAY I'M CONTINUING A SERIES THAT I STARTED THIS LAST MONDAY TALKING ABOUT HOW TO PREPARE YOUR HEART. I TELL YOU, THIS IS NOT A REAL CATCHY TITLE AND MANY PEOPLE JUST DON'T SEE THE VALUE OF THIS TEACHING, BUT THIS IS TAKEN STRAIGHT FROM SCRIPTURE. 2nd CHRONICLES CHAPTER 12, VERSE 14 TALKING ABOUT HE, Rehoboam DID EVIL BECAUSE HE PREPARED NOT HIS HEART TO SEEK THE LORD. And this is what I've been talking about is that there's so many examples in Scripture of people that started out good but wound up bad. And the reason is because they prepared not their heart. The word prepare means to do in advance. It's something that you don't wait until you're in a compromising situation and then you make a decision. You decide in advance what you're going to do. YOU KNOW, WHEN I USE THE WORD PREPARE, I THINK ABOUT MY WIFE, AND AT THANKSGIVING, WE TYPICALLY HAVE OUR KIDS OUT, OUR GRANDDAUGHTER, AND uh, MY WIFE WILL PREPARE THIS AWESOME MEAL. YOU KNOW, I'M AMAZED BECAUSE I I WORK WITH WOOD AND I BUILD THINGS, BOWLS and, AND DIFFERENT THINGS, AND I'VE MADE SOME FURNITURE AND STUFF, BUT WHEN YOU PUT THAT WORK INTO IT, IT LASTS. I mean, I've got a, a cedar chest that I made for Jamie back 20 years ago and we still use it today. It lasts, but Jamie puts all of this effort into a meal and prepares this thing. She'll she'll work for two or three days. I guess if you consider the planning portion, she decides what she wants and she has to go shop and get the things. It's probably a week or something and she puts all of this effort into it and bakes things in advance and does all of this, and then we sit down and eat it, and in 10 minutes, it's gone. That just amazes me that, you know, uh, my wife puts so much effort into these things that, man, it's just gone in a relatively short period of time. But, you know, she has to prepare is the point that I'm making. If you wait until everybody comes over to eat, and that's when you start making preparations and you decide, oh, what are we going to have? Well, then you aren't going to have much of a meal. You aren't going to have a Thanksgiving feast. EVERYBODY UNDERSTANDS THAT, SEE, THAT YOU HAVE TO PREPARE IN ORDER TO DO THINGS. BUT WHEN IT COMES TO LIFE, A LOT OF PEOPLE DON'T PREPARE FOR LIFE. THEY JUST GET UP AND THEY'RE JUST GOING THROUGH LIFE, WHATEVER. THEY'RE KIND OF LIKE A PINBALL MACHINE WHEN YOU PULL THAT LEVER BACK AND THEN YOU SHOOT THE BALL AND IT JUST GOES UP HERE and GRAVITY. IT JUST BOUNCES AROUND AND IT DEPENDS ON WHAT IT HITS. AND THAT'S THE WAY THAT THEIR LIFE IS. IT JUST DEPENDS ON WHAT HAPPENS. IF NO PROBLEMS COME THEIR WAY, WELL, THEN EVERYTHING'S JUST SMOOTH SAILING. BUT IF THEY RUN INTO A PROBLEM, MAN, THEY AREN'T PREPARED FOR IT. THEY HAVEN'T DECIDED ANY OF THESE THINGS IN ADVANCE. TELL YOU, IF YOU WOULD LISTEN, GOD IS SPEAKING TO SOME OF YOU RIGHT NOW. WE'VE GOT MILLIONS AND MILLIONS OF PEOPLE. WE'VE GOT 3.2 BILLION PEOPLE WHO COULD WATCH THIS PROGRAM, AND I DON'T KNOW HOW MANY ARE WATCHING, BUT THERE'S MILLIONS, AND THERE'S PROBABLY HUNDREDS OF THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT I'M DESCRIBING YOUR LIFE. IT'S NOT THAT YOU INTEND TO GO DO BAD. IT'S NOT THAT YOU WANT TO COMMIT ADULTERY. IT'S NOT THAT YOU WANT TO GO OUT HERE AND HURT SOMEBODY. IT'S NOT THAT YOU WANT TO GO OUT HERE AND GET SICK AND DIE. YOU AREN'T PLANNING ON YOUR BUSINESS FAILURE. YOU AREN'T PLANNING ON uh, ECONOMIC PROBLEMS, BUT YOU AREN'T PLANNING TO AVOID THOSE THINGS. YOU ARE JUST GOING THROUGH LIFE, JUST BOUNCING OFF OF WHATEVER HAPPENS TO YOU AND HOPING THAT THINGS WORK THE BEST. I'M TELLING YOU WHAT. WE LIVE IN A FALLEN WORLD AND THINGS DON'T GO FROM BAD TO GOOD. THEY GO FROM GOOD TO BAD. AND YOU NEED TO PREPARE. YOU NEED TO ESTABLISH IN ADVANCE WHAT YOU ARE GOING TO DO IN A CRISIS SITUATION. AND THIS IS THE POINT THAT I WAS MAKING AT THE END OF THE PROGRAM YESTERDAY. I WAS USING DAVID AS AN EXAMPLE. And in Psalms chapter 57, the subscript there says that this was written when David was in the cave and Saul, his enemy, tried to come and kill him. And David's man uh, told him, man, this is the day that you could kill Saul. Here he is asleep right in front of you. You Go kill him and take the kingdom. And nobody would have criticized David for doing it. That's the way things were done back then. Plus, Saul was trying to kill David. It could have been looked at as self-defense And David was tempted, but he wound up. He couldn't do it. His heart smote him is what it says over in 1 Samuel chapter 24. I read those verses yesterday. His heart smote him for even thinking of doing it. And this is the psalm that he wrote about that experience. And one of the things, one of the ways he summarized it was in verse 7, Psalms 57, 7. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. DID YOU KNOW THAT THE WORD FOR FIXED RIGHT HERE IS THE HEBREW WORD KUN, K-U-W-N, AND IT'S THE EXACT SAME WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED PREPARED IN 2 CHRONICLES CHAPTER 12, VERSE 14. SO HE COULD HAVE SAID, MY HEART IS PREPARED. OR ANOTHER WAY THAT THIS WORD WAS TRANSLATED IS ESTABLISHED. ANOTHER WAY THAT THIS SAME HEBREW WORD, K-U-W-N, WAS TRANSLATED IS TALKING ABOUT set. OVER HERE IN PSALMS CHAPTER 78, VERSE 7, IT SAYS THAT THEY MIGHT SET THEIR HOPE IN GOD AND NOT FORGET THE WORKS OF GOD, BUT KEEP HIS COMMANDMENTS, AND MIGHT NOT BE AS THEIR FATHERS, A STUBBORN AND REBELLIOUS NATION, A GENERATION THAT SET NOT THEIR HEART aright AND WHOSE SPIRIT WAS NOT STEADFAST WITH GOD. DID YOU KNOW THAT THE WORD SET RIGHT HERE IS THAT SAME HEBREW WORD, kun K-U-W-N. So the word kun was translated prepare in 2 Chronicles 12, 14. It was translated uh, fixed in uh, Psalms chapter 57, verse 7. It was translated set right here in Psalm 78, verse 8. All of these different ways it was translated are giving you an insight into what it means. It means to set, to fix, to establish, to prepare in advance YOUR HEART, BEFORE YOU GET INTO A CRISIS SITUATION. AND THIS IS WHAT SO MANY PEOPLE FAIL TO DO. YOU KNOW, BEFORE I GOT INTO THE MINISTRY, I USED TO POUR CONCRETE FOR A LIVING. AND uh, SO WE WOULD POUR CONCRETE AND WE would we WOULD USE THIS TERM, YOU KNOW, THAT IT SETS UP. YOU'VE GOT TO TROWEL IT AND YOU'VE GOT TO WORK IT BEFORE IT SETS UP. AND WHAT THAT WAS TALKING ABOUT IS IT GETS HARDENED AND, YOU KNOW, WHEN YOU POUR CONCRETE, IT'S uh, PLIABLE. AND YOU MOLD IT AND YOU PUT IT INTO FORMS. AND I USE THIS THING CALLED A JITTERBUG AND A FLOAT AND A TROWEL AND ALL OF THESE THINGS, AND WE USE THIS TO WORK CONCRETE. BUT AS TIME GOES ON AND THAT EVAPORATES, WELL, THEN ALL OF A SUDDEN IT SETS. AND ONCE IT'S SET, You can't just mold it the way you did when it was pliable. Now you have to use a jackhammer or something like that in order to change the shape of that concrete once it's set up. And this is what it's talking about. You can literally set your heart. And this is saying that the reason they did evil is because they set not their heart aright. Their heart wasn't established, fixed. It wasn't prepared towards the things of God. DID YOU KNOW THAT YOU CAN LITERALLY SET YOUR HEART ON THE THINGS OF GOD AND YOU CAN GET SO FOCUSED ON GOD. I'M GOING TO MAKE A STATEMENT HERE THAT MOST PEOPLE WILL SIT THERE AND SAY, THAT'S NOT TRUE, BUT IT IS TRUE. THAT YOU CAN SET YOUR HEART ON GOD IN SUCH A WAY THAT YOU HONESTLY CAN'T REJECT HIM. YOU CAN'T SIN. YOU CAN'T GO IN ANOTHER DIRECTION. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to stay that way forever because David is a person. Matter of fact, David is one I was quoting in Psalms chapter 57, verse 7, where it says, My heart is fixed, O Lord. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. He had fixed his heart, and when he was in the cave with Saul, he could not violate his heart. His heart smote him and kept him from going and and, uh, defending himself and killing Saul. But... That's not a one-time decision because later on, David wound up going into adultery with Bathsheba and then killed Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, to cover up his sin. So at that time, his heart wasn't fixed. The point I'm making is that you can fix your heart and right now, you can get to a place to where you are so fixed, so set, so established. ON THE THINGS OF GOD THAT YOU CANNOT SIN. YOU CANNOT GO AGAINST HIM. BUT THAT'S NOT A FIXED POSITION THAT NEVER CHANGES. YOU HAVE TO CONTINUE THAT. OVER A PERIOD OF TIME, YOUR HEART CAN BECOME HARDENED. LET ME JUST GIVE YOU AN EXAMPLE THAT THERE WAS A GUY THAT I'M NOT GOING TO CALL WHO THIS IS, BUT HE AND HIS WIFE WERE VERY POPULAR. THEY WERE ON TELEVISION. IF I WAS TO GIVE THEIR NAME, YOU WOULD KNOW WHO I'M TALKING ABOUT. AND ANYWAY, THEY GOT INVOLVED WITH A CHRISTIAN MARRIAGE MINISTRY AND THEY STARTED BEING OUTSPOKEN on this subject of marriage and because they were such a visible couple, uh, man, they were dealing the devil some misery. People were having hope that their marriage could be fixed and stuff. And so anyway, Satan came against them. And this man was on a business trip and I forgot the details of it, but he went into a hotel room and somebody had planted a prostitute in this hotel room. And again, I don't know all of the details, but she enticed him some way into getting into bed and having sex with her. And they just happened to have somebody there with a camera that took pictures of this. And then they went public trying to destroy his marriage. Turned out his wife stuck with him, but it destroyed their credibility in this marriage ministry. And it was all set up. And as he was confronted with it, he apologized. And he says, I didn't intend to do it. He says, it just happened. She enticed me. And and he basically was saying, I didn't want to do it, but I just fell into I couldn't resist. Did you know that is... I'm not criticizing this guy. I'm not trying to condemn him, but I'm saying he didn't prepare his heart. You need to reach a place that you just say, man, God, I love you so much. I love my wife so much. THAT I CANNOT, I CANNOT DO THAT. AND I'M GOING TO SAY SOMETHING HERE THAT THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT WILL CRITICIZE ME OVER AND THEY'LL SAY, NO, YOU DON'T KNOW, BUT I, I DO KNOW. I CAN TELL YOU THAT TODAY, BECAUSE I HAVE SET MY HEART ON THE LORD, BECAUSE I HAVE PREPARED MY HEART, MY HEART IS FIXED. I AM ABSOLUTELY INCAPABLE OF COMMITTING ADULTERY TODAY. And I know many people, oh, you don't know that. I do know that. I could not do it today. You could not force me to do it. If you were to put me into that situation where you planted some prostitute in my room and stuff, I'd be like Joseph in the 39th chapter of the book of Genesis that left his coat and fled out of the house because the master's wife was trying to entice him. Man, he just got out of there. That's the way I'd be. I don't know exactly how I would do it, but I can guarantee you I would not. COMMIT ADULTERY TODAY BECAUSE MY HEART IS FIXED. IT IS SET. I'VE ALREADY PREDETERMINED THIS. AND I'VE NOW GOT 52, 53 YEARS WORTH OF SEEKING GOD UNDER MY BELT AND MAKING THIS DECISION. AND MY HEART IS SO FIXED. IT'S LIKE THAT CONCRETE THAT NOW IT'S SET. AND IT'S SET IN A DIRECTION AND YOU COULDN'T MAKE ME DO THAT TODAY. BUT IF I QUIT SEEKING THE LORD AND IF I DECIDED, WELL, YOU KNOW WHAT? Things are going good for me, and so I just don't think I'm going to study the Word for a year or, I don't know, six months, a year, or whatever. And if I didn't study the Word, and if I didn't seek the Lord, and if I didn't pray, and if I didn't fellowship with other Christians, and if I wasn't doing what God told me to do, my heart can change. And I don't know what period of time. It might be six months, a year, or two years. I don't know, and I'm not going to find out. BUT IF I QUIT SEEKING THE LORD AND SETTING MY HEART ON THE LORD, MY HEART COULD EVENTUALLY DO ANYTHING THAT ANYBODY ELSE'S HEART COULD DO. SO I'M NOT SAYING THAT I'M INCAPABLE OF SIN, BUT I'M SAYING I'M INCAPABLE OF CERTAIN SINS TODAY THAT I HAVE JUST DRAWN A LINE AND SAID I WILL NOT GO THERE. I HAVE PREPARED MY HEART, AND I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THAT THAT IS TRUE. And that's not only talking about adultery. That's talking about, you know, stealing money. That's talking about just... You could go on on and on and on down the line. I've just set my heart. I've established standards of integrity, what I believe that God has called me to do, and I'm not going to violate them. And you couldn't make me violate them. Now, you might somehow or another be able to accuse me of something and maybe I couldn't overcome your accusations, but you could not make me do certain things because my heart is set. AND I'M TELLING YOU THAT THIS IS THE WAY THAT GOD WANTS ALL OF US TO PREPARE OUR HEART, TO FIX OUR HEART. WE DON'T NEED TO WAIT UNTIL WE'RE IN A SITUATION where somebody's trying to entice us into sin and then you have to make a decision when your hormones are flowing and when your emotions are involved and stuff like this. No, you need to predetermine this in the calmness of not being in that temptation yourself. You just need to establish that this is who I am and this is what I'll do. And these are the limits. And you set these limits and you won't go outside of it. i tell you what I'm sharing is different than what most people are living THERE'S VERY FEW PEOPLE THAT LIVE THIS WAY. AND AGAIN, I SAY THAT THERE'S PEOPLE THAT MAY HAVE GOOD INTENTIONS. YOU MAY NOT WANT TO SIN AGAINST THE LORD AND TURN YOUR BACK ON THE LORD AND DO THINGS THAT ARE EVIL, BUT YOU JUST HAVEN'T DETERMINED IT. YOU HAVEN'T FIXED YOUR HEART. YOU HAVEN'T SET YOUR HEART. YOU HAVEN'T PREPARED AND PREDETERMINED HOW YOU'LL ACT. AND IF YOU HAVEN'T DONE THAT, WELL, THEN YOU ARE SUSCEPTIBLE TO GIVING IN TO THAT TEMPTATION. BUT YOU CAN FIX YOUR HEART. THIS IS THE WAY THAT GOD MADE OUR HEART. AND THERE'S MANY SCRIPTURES, I'VE ALREADY QUOTED A LOT OF THEM, BUT AS A MAN THINKS IN HIS HEART, SO IS HE, PROVERBS 23, 7. OUT OF THE HEART PROCEEDS THE ISSUES OF LIFE, PROVERBS CHAPTER 4. OUT OF THE ABUNDANCE OF THE HEART, THE MOUTH SPEAKS, AND ON AND ON IT GOES. ALL OF THESE THINGS. GOD HAS SET IT UP SO THAT YOU CANNOT CONSISTENTLY GO AGAINST YOUR HEART. YOU MIGHT DO IT JUST TEMPORARILY. YOU MIGHT BE TEMPTED, BUT YOU WILL NOT. you the DOMINANT PATH OF YOUR LIFE WILL NOT DEVIATE FROM THE WAY THAT YOUR HEART IS SET. AND SO THE IMPORTANT THING IS TO DEAL WITH THINGS ON A HEART LEVEL, TO MAKE THESE DECISIONS TO WHERE THIS IS WHO I AM AND THIS IS WHAT I WILL DO. AND WHEN YOU DO THAT, I GUARANTEE YOU IT JUST SIMPLIFIES LIFE. You know, I don't have... uh, Some people are in a place where they've got all of these options in front of them. I don't have that many options. I have committed myself to living my life in a certain way. There are certain things that I will never do, and they. I've taken those options off the table, and I'm not even tempted with some things that other people are tempted with. AND THAT'S NOT BECAUSE I'M INCAPABLE OF SIN AND INCAPABLE OF DOING THESE THINGS, BUT IT'S BECAUSE I HAVE SET MY HEART. I HAVE PREPARED MY HEART. AND AT THIS TIME, I'M NOT CAPABLE OF DOING THOSE THINGS BECAUSE MY HEART IS FIXED. DID YOU know, you, YOU CAN MAKE THOSE DECISIONS. THERE'S JUST SO MANY THINGS THAT I COULD BRING TO BEAR ON THIS, BUT, YOU KNOW, THERE'S... SOME OF THE DECISIONS THAT I'VE MADE, LIKE PSALMS CHAPTER 34, VERSE 1 SAYS, I WILL BLESS THE LORD AT ALL TIMES. HIS PRAISE SHALL CONTINUALLY BE IN MY MOUTH. THAT'S SOMETHING THAT GOD SPOKE INTO MY HEART 40 OR 50 YEARS AGO. AND YOU PUT THAT TOGETHER WITH JOHN CHAPTER 16, VERSE 33, WHERE JESUS SAID, IN THE WORLD YOU SHALL HAVE TRIBULATIONS, BUT BE OF GOOD CHEER, FOR I HAVE OVERCOME THE WORLD. PHILIPPIANS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 4, REJOICE IN THE LORD ALWAYS. AND AGAIN I SAY REJOICE. AND ON AND ON YOU COULD GO WITH SCRIPTURES TALKING ABOUT PRAISING GOD AND JUST SETTING YOUR HEART THAT I'M GOING TO CONSTANTLY PRAISE GOD REGARDLESS OF WHAT GOES ON. THEN YOU HAVE THE EXAMPLES OF PEOPLE LIKE PAUL AND SILAS IN THE 16TH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF ACTS THAT WERE THROWN INTO JAIL AND THEIR BACKS WERE BEATEN AND AT MIDNIGHT WITH THEIR FEET AND HANDS IN THE STOCKS, THEY STARTED SINGING PRAISES TO GOD. I HAVE BEEN... I have been inspired by the Lord. It's become revelation to me that I am going to praise God. I don't care what happens to me. If you cut my throat, I'm going to praise God that it's a brand new knife, amen, and that it didn't have any rust or germs on it, amen. I'm going to find something positive in anything that happens to me. It's just a... It's a something that I've set my heart on. And did you know because of that, I could give you specifics Today, we Jamie and I had something happen to us back, I think it was in 1996, and we had something that made worldwide news, and the person who was reporting it said, I've never heard anything as bad as this. And I mean, we it went worldwide. I had people from all over the world calling me when they heard about what happened to Jamie and me. And yet, did you know, I, Jamie and I both just decided we were going to praise God and we started praising God. And I came in to teach in our school uh, on that day and I had my staff meet me and they had heard about it and they said, you can't minister today after what's happened. And I said, why not? I'm going to praise God. I'm going to keep praising God. And they just couldn't believe it. They said, you can't minister in a situation like this. And I said, I can too. I'm not going to tell them about what's happening to me. I'm going to tell them about what's, what God is doing. I'm going to preach about what he is doing. He's faithful. And I went ahead and decided to praise God. And did you know, because of it, God worked all that situation out and it's worked together for good. And we've survived. I've survived things that I don't know for sure, but I'm just saying that in my own natural ability, I'd have quit and given up dozens of times. I've had a lot of things happen to me. I've been kidnapped. I've been threatened to be killed. I've been spit upon. I've got thousands of blogs written about me. We just made the news uh, last night. I read an article on the front page about how terrible we are and things like this. And I've had a lot of things happen, but you know how I overcome it? Because I have determined, I've predetermined, I prepared my heart in advance that I'm going to praise God. I don't care what's going on. And because of it, man, when you start praising God, the scripture in, in Psalms chapter 8, verse 2, and you compare that with Matthew chapter 21, praise is strength, to still, the enemy and the avenger. When uh, Jehoshaphat went out to fight the three armies, he set praisers in the, in the front, not soldiers with a sword, but singers with harps and trumpets. And they started singing and praising the Lord. And as they praised the Lord... THE LORD SET AMBUSHES AGAINST THIS COUNTRY, AND AS THEY CAME OVER THE HILL AND LOOKED, ALL OF THEIR ENEMIES, EVERY SINGLE ONE OF THEM WAS DEAD. IT TOOK THEM THREE DAYS TO GO GATHER THE SPOIL. AND THE THING THAT WAS A THREAT TO THEM AND THAT COULD HAVE DESTROYED THEIR NATION TURNED OUT TO BE ONE OF THE GREATEST BLESSINGS THAT THEY'D EVER HAD. THEY GOT SO MUCH SPOIL FROM ALL OF THE DEAD SOLDIERS. AND I'VE JUST SEEN THESE THINGS, AND BECAUSE OF IT, I am going to praise God. I don't care what happens. I'm going to find some way to praise God. If nothing else, if the doctor tells me I'm going to die and if I didn't believe that I could be healed, well, if nothing else, I'll praise God that I'll go spend eternity in heaven in a mansion on streets that are paved with gold. And I'm going to find something to praise God about in every situation. My heart is fixed. It's established on that. You know, I came in this morning, all of our crew was saying, how are you doing? And I, I bet you I said over a dozen times, I'm blessed. I say that probably a dozen, two dozen, 50 times a day. Every time somebody asks me how I am, I'm blessed. I'm going to focus on the positive and not the negative. See, these are things that I set my heart on and it's just the way that I live. It becomes a part of me. Now, I could quit seeking the Lord AND IF I WAS TO JUST FOCUS ON ALL OF THE NEGATIVE THINGS THAT COULD GO WRONG IN MY LIFE, AND IF I WAS TO LISTEN TO THE BAD NEWS OF THIS WORLD, AND IF I WAS TO QUIT COUNTERING ALL OF THE NEGATIVE AND THE UNBELIEF WITH THE POSITIVE THINGS OF GOD'S WORD, I BELIEVE I COULD BECOME AS DEPRESSED, AS DISCOURAGED AS ANYBODY ELSE. Did you know I have to have over $7,000 an hour, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and 366 days a year on leap year. I mean, I have to have that much money uh, just in order to pay my bills. And I could use more than that to accomplish all of the goals that I've got. Now stop and think about it. If you had to have $7,000 every hour, 24 hours a day, even when you're asleep, Uh, Man, you could worry. You could get depressed. You could get overwhelmed with this. I could do that, but I promise you, I sleep good. I slept seven or eight hours last night. I've learned how to cast my care over on the Lord. I've learned how to put it into perspective. I'm out of time, but I've got more to share on this. I'm encouraging you to get this teaching on how to prepare your heart. Listen to our announcer as he gives you all the information. You can get CDs or DVDs. So please call or write today. Andrew's teaching, How to Prepare Your Heart,
0: is available as a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. You can get this teaching in the How to Prepare Your Heart package which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album from the How to Prepare Your Heart series, as well as two books, Lessons from Elijah and Lessons from David. This package has a catalog value of $50, but today you can receive these valuable resources for just $35. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these teachings. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or you can call our helpline 24 hours a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today
1: many of you know that we have built a 1,022 space parking garage to accommodate all of our people that come to our facilities in Woodland Park. And it was at a $23 million cost. And we are trying to get that paid off as quickly as we can. Though I felt like the Lord spoke to me about encouraging 23,000 people to give a $1,000 offering, either a one-time gift or pledged out over a Period OF TEN MONTHS, HUNDRED DOLLARS PER MONTH. IF YOU WOULD LIKE TO BE A PART OF THAT, I ENCOURAGE YOU TO CALL OR WRITE, GO TO OUR WEBSITE, AND JOIN OUR 1K CLUB. BEFORE YOU WERE EVEN FORMED IN YOUR MOTHER'S WOMB, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is?
0: As a woman, you are called to thrive. You are created to know and be known by God. Experience unity with God and learn what it means to thrive in the vine. If we don't know whose we are, we won't know what inheritance we have to walk into. We are called to speak forth. We are called to prophesy. You are royalty.
1: The violet take it by force. We're your
0: daughters. We're linking shields. Cultivate fruit in the Word and release yourself into a deeper purpose. At the 2020 Women's Arise Conference, November 5th through the 7th.
1: You know, social media has become a big thing in most people's lives, but sad to say, a lot of it is really negative. Well, we've got some positive social media. I would like to encourage you to check out our social media, all of these different platforms We've got a lot of good news to share, so check it out, our social media for Andrew Womack Ministries.
0: Andrew has many conferences and seminars around the globe each year. For the latest information on Andrew's complete speaking schedule, visit our website at awmi.net slash events.